Hi, this is Diana Peterson, and I appreciate you joining me on Stay Tuned. Now, as February moves toward March, some of us are getting a bit tired of winter, making this a popular month for travel to a warmer destination. This week, I decided to look at sitcoms set in hotels or resorts, and I call it, Do We Have Reservations? Yes, we do. Based on the length of many of these shows, the hotel business is a tough one to be successful in. Let's look at a bunch of shows that didn't last too long kind of like our vacations. Stanley was a show starring Buddy Hackett and his girlfriend was played by Carol Burnett. It aired in 1956. Stanley ran a newsstand in the lobby of a New York City hotel. The hotel owner was played by Paul Lind. The show was canceled in March of 1957, supporting the philosophy that no news is good news. Happy starred George and Gracie's son, Ronnie Burns. Ronnie was married to a woman played by Yvonne Lime and they were co-owners and managers of the Desert Palm, a ritzy resort. Included in the cast was their uncle Charlie and the co-owner played by Doris Packer. Happy was a son who commented on what was going on, sort of like Family Guy's Stewie. It was a summer entry in 1960, but nine months later it gave birth to a cancellation, which made the cast not happy. I don't know why, but apparently viewers could accept a talking horse or a talking car, but not a talking baby. Another show that began as a summer replacement was Holiday Lodge in 1961. Johnny Wayne and Frank Schuster, two comedians from Canada, played social directors at a New York State hotel. They tried to provide entertainment but always ran into trouble, including being taken off the air after just a few episodes. The Bill Dana show was interestingly based on the character Jose Jimenez, developed by Dana for the Steve Allen show, and later brought to the Danny Thomas show. In 1963, the Bill Dana show portrayed Jimenez as a bellhop at the New York City Park Central Hotel, and the show centered on him trying to get used to life outside Mexico. Often his dream sequences took him into bizarre situations. The most interesting fact on the show might be that the house detective was played by Don Adams, who would soon go on to star in Get Smart. Jimenez's dream became a nightmare when the show was canceled after 42 episodes. One of the most controversial shows to air on television in the 70s was Hot El Baltimore, debuting in the fall of 1975. Many stations refused to air the show because it was considered lewd and racy. Norman Lear, the producer behind All in the Family, Maude, and the Jeffersons, developed the concept based on a play. The cast was made up of a desk clerk, his girlfriend, the manager, a hooker, an unemployed waitress, a dying man, a gay couple, and an eccentric woman. After four months, the waitress was not the only one unemployed because the show was done. In 1979, MTM, the company that created Mary Tyler Moore, Rhoda, and Phyllis, debuted The Last Resort. The resort, set in the Catskills in Upper New York, included a bunch of college students working their way through school. It featured a stereotyped crew, including the brilliant pre-med student, the bookworm, the snob, the overweight clumsy guy, the pastry chef who left her wealthy husband to pursue her career, the Japanese chef, and a maitre d' who ran the place like a drill sergeant. It was canceled after only three episodes. Retooled, it came back in December, only to be finished for good in March, when the last resort of the last resort was no more. In Checking In must be running, though, the shortest show to appear on television. In 1980, Marla Gibbs, playing Florence the Maid from the Jeffersons, got her own show and transferred to a hotel in New York City where she was the head housekeeper. She answered to a snobby manager played by Larry Linville, who would become Frank Burns on MASH. 
The rest of the cast included an assistant, a house detective, a maintenance supervisor, and a bellboy. After several weeks, the hotel was shut down and Florence went back to work for the Jeffersons. The Golden Girls was one of the most beloved shows in television, but I'm guessing few people remember The Golden Palace, which debuted in 1992. After Dorothy got married, the other three characters decide to invest in a hotel in Miami. Only two employees are left at the hotel when they get there, a manager and a chef. After 24 shows, no one was left at the hotel because the show was canceled. In 1999, Payne, a remake of the British show Faulty Towers, hit the air. Set in a California inn, Whispering Pines, the hotel was owned by Royal Payne and his wife Constance. It went on the air in March, and at the end of April, the network ended its pain by taking two aspirins and canceling the show. Compared to some of the shows, Whoopi might have seemed successful lasting an entire season. Set in the Lamont Hotel in New York City, a one-hit wonder musician played by Whoopi Goldberg decides to put her money into a hotel and run it the way she sees fit. She has an assistant from Iran, a brother who is a conservative Republican, and his girlfriend who is white but acts more African-American than the black members of the hotel. Of course, these three characters give her much controversy to deal with. The network acting as referee blew the whistle and canceled the entire thing after a year. And in 2008, Do Not Disturb debuted. If you missed it, don't feel bad. It debuted on Fox and featured The Inn, a hip Manhattan hotel. The staff is not as competent as they appear to their guests. The manager is arrogant. The head of human resources is loud and tactless. The front desk clerk is an aging model who does not want to be a desk clerk or become older. The reservation clerk is a famous musician wannabe, and the head of housekeeping has problems at home. The network, not wanting to disturb the viewing public, pulled the plug after three shows. Larry, played by Jesse Tyler Ferguson, would go on to star in Modern Family in 2009. Well, before you begin to think shows about hotels are doomed, let's check in with four successful shows that knew how to make a profit. From 1996 to 2001, the Jamie Foxx show on WB featured Jamie Foxx as a musician who moves to California to work at his aunt and uncle's hotel. His aunt and uncle are played by Lee English and Garrett Morris. It's called King's Tower. He has two co-workers played by Christopher P. Duncan and Fancy played by Garcelle Beauvais. He's interested in Fancy, but she doesn't feel the same until the final two seasons when they become engaged. The show aired 100 episodes before the network finally got reservations and canceled it. Disney's Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, set in the Tipton Hotel, ran from 2005 to 2008. The twins lived in the hotel because their mother was the lounge singer. Somewhat like Eloise at the Plaza, the boys got into mischief and interacted with other employees, including wealthy heiress London Tipton, the candy counter sales girl Maddie Fitzpatrick, and the manager Marion Mosby. In 2008, the show sailed off literally, and became Sweet Life on Deck, running until 2011. With 184 episodes, New Heart debuted in 1982. With its quirky cast of characters, it became a big hit. Set in Vermont, Dick Loudon, played by Bob Newhart, is a writer who buys the hotel and runs it with his wife, Joanna, played by Mary Fran. Their handyman, George Utley, played by the great Tom Poston, and their maid Stephanie Vanderkellen, played by Julia Duffy, make life both easier and more difficult at the inn. Later, Dick becomes a local television celebrity working with Michael Harris, played by Peter Scolari, who marries Stephanie. 
Larry, Daryl, and his other brother, Daryl, are memorable characters. Daryl and Daryl never speak until the final episode. That finale has the best ending ever in a television series when Bob Newhart wakes up in bed, tells his wife he had a really weird dream, and we realize the wife is Suzanne Plachette, his wife Emily from the Bob Newhart show. The series delightfully captured life in a small New England town until 1990. While Newhart is hard to top, my favorite hotel sitcom is Petticoat Junction. <clears throat> it featured the Bradley girls from 1963 to 70. Bebe and Ray played Kate, and she ran the hotel with her three daughters, Billy Joe, Bobby Joe, and Betty Joe, along with her uncle Joe, played by Edgar Buchanan. The Shady Rest is near Hooterville, so we get to know a variety of town folk, including Sam Drucker, who runs the general store, Floyd and Charlie, who run the Cannonball Train, and Steve Elliott Crop Duster, who first becomes Billy Joe's boyfriend, but later marries Betty Joe. We also run into the Ziffles and the Douglases from Green Acres. It's a charming and heartwarming show loaded with lovable but zany characters. It ran for 222 episodes, even surviving the death of B. Menard Array, who was replaced by Janet Craig, played by June Lockhart, a woman doctor who moves to the hotel. The amazing Charles Lane shows up throughout the series as Homer Bedlow, a railroad employee whose sole mission is shutting down the cannonball. If you can't physically travel this month, take some time and watch a season or two of Newhart or Petticoat Junction, and you can still get away and experience life in a small town hotel.